So for those for people watching on, on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live, and on our website at letterfilipi.org, uh, welcome to our class today. This is Letter Philippi live broadcast with Sean Inslee teaching today on Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21. And uh, we'll be getting started with a word of prayer, and then we'll be looking at, at Paul. Yesterday was at, yesterday in our class, we were looking at the way of destruction, the path to destruction that Paul warned the people of Philippi about. Today, we'll be looking at the way of life, looking at him teaching about, about for those who avoid the way of destruction and walk on the path of life, walk faithful to Yeshua, that there is great reward and that they are are guaranteed citizenship in heaven. The citizenship in heaven is what is the reward for those who are faithful to the Messiah and faithful to his word. And let's and we begin today with a word of prayers and we will get in our study. Oh Lord, you are good. We thank you and bless you for this day. We thank you for these words of your righteous servant, Paul Lord. We thank you for this opportunity through the internet to be able to share these words with others and help us as Paul calls us to, to daily become more and more in Messiah. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time to be together. We thank you for Yeshua, who is our life, both now and forevermore. And in his holy name we pray. Amen. So again, this is the Letter to Philippi live broadcast, a daily Monday through Friday study in, in Paul's Letter to Philippi, also known as Philippians. That we go, we're going through verse by verse through the 103 verses of the letter. We have now uh, come to Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21. And uh, we're now, now going to be today completing three quarters of the letter to Philippi. So today we will be looking at Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21. And Paul is speaking about the way of life. As I said, for those who, who, who caught our one of our three broadcasts yesterday, because we did we did an experiment yesterday on when people are watching on on the various streaming sites. We had a 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and 12 p.m. class yesterday, looking at Philippians chapter 3, 18 through 19. So if you watch, if you were able to to see one of those live or watch the recordings on uh, on Facebook or Instagram. Or YouTube, you saw that, that Paul was teaching about what, what what could be a way of destruction, what could be a way that, that takes the people of Philippi, these redeemed Gentiles who left the pagan world to follow the God of Israel and to model their lives after the Messiah of Israel. What could be ways that could draw them off that path of purely following the Messiah and following the God of Israel? And that path would lead to destruction. But Paul here turns now, verse 20 and 21, with what those what those who are faithful to the Messiah, who are faithful to the God of Israel, faithful to the teachings of the scriptures, what is their what is their way for them to go? And that is the way of life. So we look at verse 20, starting now. But we are citizens of heaven, and it is from there that we expect the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. I'm going to read that again because these are powerful words. But we are citizens of heaven, and it's from there that we expect a deliverer, the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. 
after telling the Philippians in verses 3 through 18 about the punishment or, or destruction per Paul for those who were enemies of the Messiah, those who were enemies of the Messiah's execution stake, those who who either either denied accepting the, the scandalous, horrific death of the Messiah on the Roman stake on the Roman cross, or those who lived lives that were not faithful to the God of Israel and the example of the Messiah, and were in essence denying, denying the very, very salvation that they were that they were offered by the death of the Messiah. They were enemies of the Messiah's execution stake, enemy of the death, the atoning death of the Messiah, because they were not living their lives, modeling the Messiah, that they were, in essence, followers of Yeshua in name only, that they were they were ones who, who may have claimed to know the Messiah, but they were not living lives that were modeling him. They were not, they were denying they were denying the atonement that they received, the, the, that the drawing near of them as, as, as pagan Gentiles to the God of Israel, they were denying that by not living as redeemed Gentiles. They were living as those who were in the world and were not following the way of God. They were, that Paul was considered, called them enemies to the good news of the Messiah because they were living for themselves and not for the Messiah and not for not modeling the humility and self-sacrifice of the Messiah that by their by their actions they were denying the the uh, very source of their atonement the the Roman execution state the Roman cross where the Messiah died for their redemption and Paul calls these people enemies of the Messiah's execution stake because of their, of their, either their unwillingness to, to publicly acknowledge the death of the Messiah, which was scandalous, I said, to the Roman, Greco-Roman mind because of the horrific death of, of, of the, of the cross and that it was reserved for slaves and criminals that it was a, it didn't compute with the mind that the king of glory the one who is his master and lord and king would be the one who would die the the death of the cross the humiliating death of the cross was not did not compute with the idea of the one to which all all humanity would bow as we see in the messianic hymn of chapter 2 where eventually the one who was crucified, the Yeshua who died on the Roman cross, who rose from the dead and, went, and will return one day in glory to which all the created order, everyone who has ever lived, will one day acknowledge the Messiahship and Lordship of Yeshua, and he will be acknowledged as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And that didn't that just doesn't compute with the Greco-Roman mind. And as we said, with the with the Jewish people coming to know the Messiah, there there is the the words of the Torah that speaks about the one one who is who is nailed to a tree is cursed by God. And how is this one who is cursed by God 
also be the one who was exalted by God to the highest place and given the name above all names. So we see that there are those those who had that those those reservations about about acknowledging and accepting the death of the Messiah, and Paul said that that in that they were they were denying the power of the, the resurrection and even being enemies of that of that salvation that they that they have received that atonement won for them on on the Roman cross, and also and also as we said there are those. That could also be enemies of the Messiah's execution stake by not living faithful lives, not living lives that that demonstrated Yeshua-like humility and self-sacrifice. So Paul tells us what we said yesterday about the way of destruction, the way not to go. And here he's talking for those who are faithful. This is the way that they they are going to go, not to destruction, but to life eternal. And within within their their heavenly citizenship that for those who are faithful those who model the the humility and self-sacrifice of the messiah those who are true talmudim of yeshua will have life eternal ahead of them and that that is the reward that is the 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 great great hope is that life eternal is available to those who are faithful to the God of Israel and model the Messiah of Israel. Paul promises this, those people who are faithful that as followers of the Messiah and those they are now truly citizens of heaven and are waiting for the return of the Messiah to bring this new citizenship to complete reality. As the Philippians highly value the Roman citizenship, Many people in Philippi, because it was a, it was a Roman colony, had were were had the opportunity to gain Roman citizenship, of which many of the of which many of, many of them were were former former centurions, former part of the the Roman military order that retired to Philippi, so they would have already had their Roman citizenship. But they were also there as a Roman colony were able to gain Roman citizenship. Which was a, which was highly valued in, in that time, for and the, it was a very valuable thing to have. That if you had Roman citizenship, you had you had many rights that were not available to those who were just just those who were who were under Roman authority. But those who had Roman citizenship, it was a highly valued thing that that protected you in various various issues and gave you rights that were not available. To just those who were subjugated by the Romans, so they so so so, so Paul speaking about citizenship here, knowing that the people in Philippi highly value the Roman citizenship and, and knew how great a value that is. He says, so the, "Here is a greater citizenship than even Roman citizenship. That is citizenship in heaven. That for those who are faithful to the God of Israel, those who come to." To acknowledge the Messiahship of Yeshua and the Lordship of Yeshua, and follow the God of Israel, and model the Messiah, model the, the humble and self-sacrificing life of the Messiah. There is a greater citizenship, far greater than Roman citizenship, but that of heavenly citizenship that is available to them, and is their possession as faithful ones to the God of Israel. Paul here reminds of people of Philippi. 
they hold even greater citizenship than even Roman citizenship as followers of Yeshua. That is heavenly citizenship. So they highly value their Roman citizenship. But Paul says even far greater than your Roman citizenship for those who are faithful to the God of Israel, followers of the Messiah of Israel, and walking in the path of the Messiah, you have a far greater citizenship than a citizenship in heaven. In declaring Yeshua to be their deliverer and Lord, Paul was calling the Philippians to accept a provocative claim that would encounter the Roman authority and system that declared the emperor, which was Nero at that time, to be a god and political savior. So Paul's also saying in their citizenship in heaven, rather than the, the, than the earthly king, the earthly emperor Nero, and the Roman citizenship was the, the god and political savior of Rome and those who were under Roman authority. But in following Yeshua and becoming a Talmudim Yeshua of Yeshua, these people now must understand that their Lord and Savior in their heavenly citizenship is Yeshua the Messiah, and that they are here taking on a new one as their as their God and political savior. So, so in acknowledging Yeshua as Messiah in the Roman world of this time, and acknowledging him as Lord and Savior. And as as God in human form, it was it was more than just just taking on a a religious conviction or a religion religious belief or religious practice, but it was also a political statement that in acknowledging Yeshua as Lord, you were also saying Nero is not Lord. Yeshua is, is Lord and Savior, not Nero. Nero is not Lord and Savior. Nero is, is a false king, a false master, a false Lord. Yeshua is Lord. So Paul is speaking here to these people to understand that in their new citizenship with heaven, though there is glory awaiting them, they are also making a dangerous political statement in the world they live in. That, that, that they were already already as ones who had left their pagan background, separated from family members and society. Now in their, in their so, so just by, by them no longer being a part of the pagan religions of their past, they have been separated and outsiders in the Philippian community. And now in their positive acknowledgement of the Messiahship of Yeshua and the Lordship and the the that Yeshua is, is their is their God, Lord, and political savior. They're making a, a political statement that even brought them in conflict with the Roman authorities. That that in this time, saying Yeshua is Lord was both a, a religious conviction and a political conviction, a political conviction that had consequences. So Paul was making clear that there's a great reward ahead. You have citizenship in heaven, but in this world, you are now making a, a statement in this world that is against the emperor, against the, the power of Rome. In acknowledging Yeshua as Lord, you're saying Yeshua is Lord and Nero is not. Nero is not the Lord 
Yeshua is Lord. So Paul, in his telling them about the glorious future ahead of him, when Messiah returns, when the world to come begins, when we enter into, into life eternal, that is coming ahead. That is, that is something that is, is ahead of us and is secured by the death of the Messiah on, on the Roman cross and his resurrection from the dead that made clear that death has been conquered, death and sin was conquered, and that life forever for those who follow the Messiah is available. But in this world, we continue to have to stand up against the false teachings of the world and for the people in Philippi against the, the Roman authority as they acknowledge Yeshua as Lord and they could no longer participate in the Roman emperor cult, even the little act of, of, of burning incense to Nero, they had to step out and understand that though there's a glorious future ahead, there was to be struggles in this world as they lived counter to the culture, counter to the world around them and counter to the emperor cult. In embracing Yeshua as the Messiah, the Philippians are making a dangerous religious and political statement that could cost them their lives. As they embrace Yeshua faith and step out from their loyalty to the, to the earthly citizenship, their, their citizenship in Rome, they're standing against it now as followers of Yeshua, as ones who call Yeshua Lord, which included the emperor cult, which they stand against now as they no longer acknowledge Nero as Lord, but they acknowledge Yeshua as Lord. Paul confirms to the Philippians in their new heavenly citizenship with Yeshua as their Lord and Savior that their faith in Yeshua as a religious decision was also a political decision, but it was a decision that was made for a step toward eternal life. That in their rejection of, of Nero as Lord and rejection of the, the emperor cult, rejection of their pagan past and their acceptance of the God of Israel, the acceptance of the Messiahship and Lordship of Yeshua, they were gaining heavenly citizenship, though they are now in conflict with their earthly citizenship, with their Roman citizenship, as followers of, of the true Lord Yeshua and not the false Lord Nero. Paul called the Philippians to recognize that they were citizens of heaven and despite the opposition they would face, their faith in Yeshua was worth the sacrifice. Life in Yeshua and citizenship in heaven required rejection of their past pagan life and the syncretic, the mixing of religions that was, that was popular in Philippi were a new allegiance and a new embracing of the Jewish God, the Jewish Messiah, and the Jewish scriptures. They are redeemed Gentiles now, living for now in a pagan world with those with their ultimate destiny and their current citizenship, though it is yet to be fully realized in the coming in the coming of the Messiah, is not of this world. That though they are they are now waiting for that glorious return, for the glorious return of the Mashiach, when Messiah returns and the the world to come begins and the new life and the end of death and the end of suffering and the end of persecution comes.
In verse 21, this concludes the, the chapter. We'll conclude our time today. We read, He will change the bodies we have in this humble state and make them like his glorious body, using the power which enables him to bring everything under his control. The heavenly citizenship in verse 2020 will require new spiritual bodies as the followers of Yeshua enter their new lives and their new homes. Along with the new heavenly citizenship, Paul here is speaking that they will also need new spiritual bodies. That they, the people of Philippi who believe, and all those who put their trust in Yeshua, will be transformed into a spiritual body like that of the risen Yeshua. Paul here used Yeshua as his model for the new life that is coming. And to those who are in Yeshua, they are to have renewed spiritual bodies like the Messiah, like our Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. In verse 21, we can see Paul giving a word of encouragement to the believers in Philippi that the hope in Messiah goes on into eternity as they, like the Messiah, will receive new glorified bodies. Paul here is sharing with the Philippians this hope. Based on his own experience, seeing the risen and glorified Yeshua on the Damascus Road, which we read about in Acts 9, Paul here is sharing with the people of Philippi, and us by example, the hope in the, the resurrection, the hope of the world to come in new spiritual bodies, in a new heavenly citizenship, because he saw the risen Yeshua. He saw the risen Messiah. He encountered the risen Lord out on the road to Damascus, we read about in Acts 9. His encouragement to the people of, Phil of Philippi, and us by example, is grounded in his own experience. He saw the risen Messiah. Yeshua appeared to him on the road to Damascus. He saw the very proof of the resurrection of the dead. He saw the Messiah that he knew, he saw the Yeshua he knew, knew had been had been nailed to the Roman stake and was and had been been put to death by the Romans. He saw that he was alive and was in a, a renewed spiritual body that that appeared to him. So Paul can give confidence and give these words of confidence to the people of Philippi. Based on his lived experience, he saw the Messiah. He saw the risen Messiah. And by that, he knew that he could affirm to the people of Philippi that they too, like the Messiah, would live for, forever, would have new glorified bodies, and that citizenship in heaven is assured because the one who was the guarantor, the one who guaranteed eternal life, and life in the world to come was Yeshua the Messiah, the one that he saw resurrected from the dead. So he can have this confidence to tell the people of Philippi that they too have, have eternal citizenship. They have citizenship in heaven and they will have a glorified, glorified eternal spiritual body in the resurrection of the dead because of his own, own experience of seeing the resurrected Lord. By his encounter with Yeshua on Messiah, everything about the world to come, everything about who Yeshua is, everything about the 
the security of eternal citizenship in heaven were were made clear to him and assured to him by his encounter with the shoe on the road to Damascus. Paul makes clear to the Philippians that the same resurrected new body that Yeshua assumed at his resurrection and which he experienced in his encounter with Yeshua on the road to Damascus is the hope for those that put their faith in Yeshua. It is in the power of the resurrection and his own experience knowing the power of the resurrection that guarantees not only the resurrection to eternal life of those who, who are Talmudim and Yeshua, but also the final vindication of the righteous and subjugation of the created order under the righteous rule of the of King Messiah. So not only is the, the resurrection hope, the, the power of the resurrection of the Messiah ensures life eternal for all those who, who follow Yeshua, those who have acknowledged Yeshua as Messiah and Lord, but it also vindicates the righteous, those who would suffer for their faith, as he's, as he's making clear to the Philippians, that they, in their new life in Messiah, are putting themselves outside of their family culture, outside of their their Roman culture, and in conflict with the with the 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 false claims of lordship of Nero, which would put them in 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 road for for persecution, and even like Paul for execution for their for their, for their faith martyrdom for their faith in Yeshua. But he says the, the resurrection here, his experience of the resurrected Lord makes clear to him that life eternal is available for those for, who have put their faith in Yeshua. And also more than just eternal life, but also the faithfulness of those who put their trust in Yeshua will be vindicated as Yeshua will be acknowledged as Lord by the whole created order as we read about in Philippians chapter 2 in the Messianic hymn, that there is a day coming when everyone who has ever lived, both those who follow Yeshua and those who are rejected Yeshua, will bow the knee and acknowledge the Messiah to Yeshua, some with joy, many with sorrow and regret. But the vindication for those who put their faith and trust in Yeshua will be assured on that, that glorious day when all creation, both in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, will acknowledge the Messiahship and Lordship of Yeshua. So we see a glimpse here of the Lordship of Yeshua and Paul's understanding of Yeshua as one of the one God of Israel, which we, which we call an example of Paul's high Christology in this letter, that in this, in this acknowledgement of Yeshua's place as the guarantor and the the example of of the resurrection of the dead and life eternal we see that yeshua's acknowledgement by all of the created order of his lordship is a sign of, of what we call a high christology a a high understanding of the divine nature of the messiah that that yeshua is one with the one god of israel and he is the he is the the Savior and Lord, He is the the He is the guarantor of life eternal, and He is the example to the people of Philippi, an example to 
that Paul puts forward as Yeshua is risen from the dead and has an eternal body that will live forever. This is the hope for those who are faithful to, to Yeshua, those who have a, have a now a heavenly citizenship guaranteed by the atoning work of the Messiah. And where, he's, where we saw the road of destruction is today, we see the road to life here, a road of faithfulness to the Messiah that leads not only to life eternal, but to, to knowing a new citizenship with a new Lord and a new way of life and bodies that are changed to eternal bodies and life eternal with the Messiah of Israel living in, in a world renewed and heavens and earth that are renewed by the coming of our righteous Messiah. And may that day come quickly and soon. So that concludes our, our time today in the letter to Philippi Live. And uh, as we said, we looked at Philippians 3, 20 through 21 today. And we'll get started with Philippians chapter 4 tomorrow. And this is the letter to Philippi Live broadcast. And we are available live at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live, and at our website, letterdophilippi.org. If you have any questions, just feel free to go to letterdophilippi.org. And uh, we have a contact form if you, have, if you want to uh, leave your contact information. If you have any questions, fill that out. You can watch previous courses, previous watch or listen to previous classes on our our uh, teaching teaching link. You can purchase a copy of my Messenger's commentary, which is the basis of the class, on our resources page. You can leave a prayer request. I want to be praying for you. Those who are watching this this uh, this class, I would like to be praying for you. So, but please leave your prayer request there. If you'd like to make a contribution to keep this ministry going, you can go to our giving page. And uh, if you have any other 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 requests or information, feel free to contact us. We have this at the contact form and also the have an email address on the footer of the of the page. So we appreciate you having you with us and uh, thank you for watching today and uh, we will see you tomorrow as we go into Philippians chapter four, the final chapter of the letter. And Paul includes his time, includes his time speaking to the people of, of Philippi through this letter. And we'll be looking at Philippians chapter four, verses one through three tomorrow. And uh, looking at Paul, Paul's closing words to people of Philippi, and also looking at one of the issues that Paul deals with in the letter, the conflict between two two leaders in the community, Avodi and Syntyche, who had some disagreement that was causing disunity in the community. And Paul will be calling them to unity in the Messiah for, the, for their own spiritual lives, for their own lives in the community, but also for the community as whole, being these are leaders in the community who are in dis, dis, dispute, who calls them to, to be unified for the sake of the whole, messianic community so we'll be looking at that tomorrow 
So again, if you have any questions, want information, go to lettertophilippi.org. And this is an initiative of Letter to Philippi, a new Messianic Jewish theological organization. And this broadcast here is our, our uh, first initiative. And also, I, I failed to mention that uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts. So you can, if you uh, listen to Apple Podcasts, just go to the podcast app and search for Letter to Philippi, and you can subscribe there. So we'll close with a prayer and go on with our day. Oh, Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for each day that we can look into your word. We thank you for your righteous servant, Paul, who gave us to us, Lord. Help us to become true Talmudim of Yeshua and help us to know our citizenship in heaven, Lord, and strive toward becoming more and more like you each day and knowing that that though we will have struggles and difficulties and and service in this life, that we know that there is a great glorious world ahead of us when you return and enter into the life of the world to come. May we see that day soon. Oh Lord, we, we call on you to bring that glorious day to us as we live in a world that gets darker each day. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to study your holy word. We thank you for Yeshua, who is our life, in whose name we pray. Amen. So have a good day, everyone, and blessings. And that will that will conclude our time today.